Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? And don't adjust your dials right now. You got it right. Phil Sims, Matt Sims, we are bringing you today's episode of Believe in Rams. We're going to get the knowledge from the big man himself and what he thinks about the Los Angeles Rams for this upcoming year. And really a little bit of a recap, too, about last season and kind of how far they have come. Uh, Big Phil, it's good to see you. I know the Rams fans are excited to see you. Uh, You ready to go today? No, no, I'm not ready. I need about another two or three weeks to see what all the teams have did last year, what they have coming back, who are the free agents, (laughs) look at the draft. But besides that, not much to do. But uh, see, we missed all the fans out there missed a little bit about you. It took you, what, how many, five introductions there to get that opening straight? It did. I started a little slow. I was I was mumbling. I was stumbling, but I got across the goal line here when it mattered most. Yeah, so hopefully I hear you. Our, our family, I believe, will edit out that uh, terrible introduction by me. So no, thanks for good. putting the spotlight on me. Well, thanks, that's, guy. that's what I do. You don't want to. They don't want to hear all business. Um, yeah. You know, I think the first thing, first off, the Rams. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm going to confession. Okay, dear Father, I have sinned because <laughs> last year before the season. I said the Rams will probably be the worst team in the NFL. Wow. And not maybe I didn't say the worst because I usually don't try to go overboard with these. <laughs> but I just thought, man, they still got so many young guys and this, yeah. just everything that's going on. Do they still have Super Bowl hangover? I, I don't know. The draft, you know, they didn't have the high picks once again. And, yeah. you know, as usual, you know, I do it all the time. I do it every year. I got to eat my words and tell everybody out there I wasn't wrong. I was really wrong. So it was like a decision Parcells once he made in a quarterback, you know, competition I was in. He didn't pick me. Really, really bad decision. And uh, at least he straightened out, whatever. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I took it there. It just came to my mind. And that's, yeah. uh, but, you know, there's 32 teams in the NFL. And sometimes at CBS, we're the, I guess you would say, the network of the AFC. So we don't really follow and give credit to the NFC teams as much as we probably should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and what that's what's great about the sport, too, is we really don't know a damn thing, even for us in the world of sports oh. and, and us coaching it and watching film and all that. Uh, there's one thing to look at it on paper. There's another thing to actually execute it and get it done to win games. And, and that's kind of where I want to start with our conversation here for the Rams. Go ahead. We, we've been impressed with Sean McVay. We, we love him as a wow. coach, as a character of the game, what he does as a motivator, too. Even heard Baker Mayfield uh, during the Super Bowl, you know, press conference stuff going around doing his thing. Just uh, rant and rave about how impressed he was with Sean McVay. Uh, you know, do you want to elaborate some of your experience with Sean McVay and some of the stories that you heard about what makes him so special? Well, I really don't know him that well. You know, our bro- your brother, Christopher, has yeah. been out there and interviewed him before and all that. And I think there's a couple ways. you got to be who you are as a head coach, and there's no doubt that's who he is. Nobody could be that good of an actor that he's <laughs> over there playing because right. the energy, the positivity, just the his body language and all that, I think that comes through. I mean, look, there's ways in the old days. I hate to say the old days, but we don't see it as much now. Right. Coaches that are just demanding and they're tough and it's never good enough. And let's, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, that was common in my era, but now it's kind of changed the other way. And Sean McVay puts off a vibe that, yeah, he's in control, that he's tough. He holds the players accountable and he's a hell of a coach, too. Yeah. Uh, so he's got all that stuff going. And I'm sure 
as Baker Mayfield, Matt, you would know, playing for him every day. Hot dang, coach is always probably popping around, you know. And it just <laughs> and if you're down and you don't have that energy, he can pick you up and give it to you. Makes better practice, makes you a better team. Yeah, no doubt. And we know that he is uh, intellectually one of the the smarter yeah. you know guys in the NFL right now. But I do love that. You're right. He does have the capability to kind of mesh the old and the new to make it fresh and new while still you know demanding a lot of his football players. So I'm absolutely with you on that. Uh, the Rams have a lot of big name free agents coming up this year. You know, there there is especially two on the secondary aspect of their team, right? So we wow. got Johnson, right, one of their safeties, um, and then the other one too. Who I'm blanking on it right now is John Jordan Johnson Fuller and jo thank you and Jordan yeah. Fuller. Yeah. You know, it, how important is it for them? Do you think to to retain them, both of them, and keeping them on this defense, who is now losing Raheem Morris? Uh, to the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I think Witherspoon, one of their corners who played well last yes. year, I think he had, boy, I'm off the top of my head, three interceptions. But, yeah, I think the first thing when you talk about the secondary, you need corners. Uh, you know, I'm not saying safeties are not valuable. They are. They're the communicator, the boss, the quarterback of the defense a right. lot of times. But the corners, we saw it with the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, when you have guys that can man up and play tough man-to-man -man coverage – and vital situations for you. When you need a play, then we just can't go back and let them catch it, make the tackle, that kind of thing. Uh, it's it's great if you can find them. They're hard to do, but um, I think that's the first thing. If you said to me, what do the Rams, what's their number one need? Uh, not that I've studied it to be an expert on it yet. Uh, I will be, but I would say it's quarterback. <laughs> and right, I mean, do you agree with that when you just kind of look at the free agents, what their team is? And how they played defense last year. What did they play? What was their defense last year? It was, let's be smart. Let's don't make a mistake. Do your thing. A little careful, yeah. if we want to put a word on it. Careful. Right. And, you know, careful is great. But I don't know if you can win the Super Bowl playing careful. Yeah, and, that's a good know, point. I think we saw it with both teams in the Super Bowl. Sometimes, man, you got to lay it out there and just hold on to your hat and hope it goes well. <laughs> you know, it's, that was a good transition by me <laughs> yeah that was that was but you're right though and and I think they kind of had to play that style because of yes the, the players that they had on the defensive side of the football um you know Reader's another guy linebacker Troy who Reader is, who is yeah. up you know again as a free agent this year too so another big piece uh an important piece to that defense yeah. uh how how can the Rams uh, go about filling the shoes of Raheem Morris now, though, oh. identity-wise. Because the great thing about Raheem, right, and why his coaching was so unique and special and why he is now a, a head coach again for the second time in his career is he had the ability to adapt, right? He had the right. ability to change his identity as a play caller to mesh the personnel that he had. You know, well, how, Tell me that. What, what do you mean? Give well, me, you know, it's just – I feel like just when he was with us in Atlanta, you know, when he's with Dan Quinn, he molded into that that cover three scheme, that Legion of Boom style really well. Right. You know, then I feel like the first time, you know, with the Los Angeles Rams when they won the Super Bowl, they were very multiple. They did a lot of different things defensively. They were very aggressive. Sometimes people would say maybe a little unorthodox, but they were trying to be creative and confusing the other team's quarterback, and it worked right. that year. And then, like you said, this year, they did a great job of just kind of playing it safe, playing smart, do your job, and let's just keep it simple and allow our offense to operate. So now for Shula 
entering as the new defensive coordinator, you know, how easy is that for someone being the first time defensive coordinator and, and stepping into that role? Hey, look, I'm sure it's Chris Shula, right? You know, yes. and, and I don't know his history, uh, whatever. But he's, he's, he's in house though, so that's good. Right? I like that. He knows yeah. the talent, what they got, where they're going, and how to conduct himself. And the players probably feel pretty good that oh, we all know him. We got a connection. He's moving up. That's awesome. But that doesn't mean he's going to try to uh, duplicate what Raheem Morris was doing. Right. I think everybody like you know, uh, I second guess offenses all the time in the NFL as I'm watching stuff and everything. And if I was coaching, I would do this. And I, I you know, I, I think we all do that. Of course. And, and especially quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was like, of course Monday morning quarterbacks. Like oh, yeah. Ourselves. Yeah. yeah, what the hell is that offense? No wonder they lose. It's not yeah. even a high school offense. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, to, to do what he does or what he really believes in, and I'm sure it's going to be a change. And you know what, too? Change is good. Why? It motiv- not motivates players. I think it's good for players when they have change to have to relearn and it kind of gives you, um, what's the word for it? A sense of urgency. Right. That, and it makes you a little nervous. I mean, when I had Dan Reeves in my 15th year, you know, I'd been under the same system for 14 years. Right. And, man, it was awesome. I yeah. was in my car driving down during the offseason, playbook next to me going, holy Christ, <laughs> oh, 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 and, and talking to myself. People you were looking were, at the playbook driving your car at the same time, Phil? I mean, damn, like make some study time on the side in a safe environment. What the hey, hell big guy, doing? I had study time down there at home. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dan Reeves, uh, we need to talk more about the Rams, but Dan Reeves <laughs> to the right was odd. Right. The left was even. I mean, your brain, nobody thinks that way. All right, I know that. I mean, I guess the new us young cats out there that wasn't too foreign, but maybe for you guys, you know, well, back it was very it was age a, of football. Well, whatever. Was yeah. And one day I went down there and they said, "Hey, good news, Phil. What? What could be good news in the off season?" And he goes, <laughs> "It's going to be even right, odd left. Great. Oh my God, that really cut the learning down. But yeah, whatever. But I mean, I think it's good for the players. Chris Shula. We'll we'll be watching this year and to see if we see the changes, which I know we will, and. uh Probably I just my first thing might be even better for the defense to be a little more aggressive and right and to be like their offense is. Yeah, and, and to go off of two, just going back to the defense for the Rams, it's easy for us to talk offense. So let's do the hard thing first for us. Let's talk about defenses, right? right. Uh Byron Young, uh the edge player from Tennessee, really came through for them. Uh Kobe Turner, another football player from Wake Forest. Uh, another guy, the addition to that defensive line and front seven that really paid out. And of course, you know, Puka Nakua, you know, Avila as well, their first pick in the second round. They really did a great job of hitting big pieces that when, I guess from guys like you saying they were the worst team in the league, these four players did a great job of making a tremendous impact in, in their first year as the starting uh, uh, at at the Los Angeles Rams, you know well, who was the biggest shock for you? I guess out of that group, I guess we well, can go with Puka. But oh yeah, I mean, yeah. come on, <laughs> you know. And, and as I watched him, I thought, you know, the first couple of weeks I saw the numbers, and I watched the games real quick sometimes. The Rams, because if we're yeah. not going to cover whatever, but I said, oh well, he's just there. It's just falling. There's, I, I don't, I'm not going to get too excited about this. But then every week that go by, I go, damn. And then I really started watching him close. And the great thing about this modern age, Matt, as you know, and all the coach, I can just type in his name and just watch him. Right. And as I started watching, I go, well, 
sneaky in every way you want to talk about it, but the thing that always jumped out, just naturally, naturally, just a big, strong dude. Right. And that's what really caught me so different in the NFL. Yeah. Everybody's lean, tall. It's super, how fast can I be? Man, he runs through tackles. He just knows how to run routes. Just so impressed. And with that whole group, how do you get 17 sacks out of two rookies yeah. on defense? I mean, right. come on. That's ridiculous. Uh, so, Les need Sean McVay, man, my expectations for these guys going into this draft, they've re- they've risen big time. So, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But what a job. What a haul. Rebuilding your team, man, it just yeah, – I don't. I always kind of get tired of hearing it. Well, your team can be made late in the draft. Right. And I go. Oh, come on. It's not that. You know. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is true. They they, they, they did prove it. that they can do it. They, they really did. It. They kind of showed awesome. us the 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 billboard, right? The the drawing board of you can sell out and win a Super Bowl, and then still you know recalibrate, rebuild your team in a shorter period of time than you think. If you have belief in. Obviously, your scouting department, your GM, and your head coach, who is talented enough too. You know, again, filling the shoes of Raheem Morris will be important. I mean, we were talking about two head coaches in one building at the same time is always a big thing. That was one thing that you and I always agreed on with the Eagles. You know, all the assistants, all of them eventually became head coaches or were head coaches at one time, which gave them a tremendous advantage when they had their Super Bowl run. But, um, you know, to go back now to the draft a little bit. Yeah. So, they they got a lot of great picks. I mean, you know, it, it's a it's quite a collection of picks. They have a first round pick again for the first time in a while. That's unbelievable. They <laughs> they pick at uh, nineteen right here right. at nineteen. The second round pick is pick number fifty two. Right. Uh, for you, if you were are the general manager of the Los Angeles Rams, where are you putting your team's focus for this year's NFL draft for the first two rounds? Well, I, you know, two things. One, I, I would hope that I can find a corner, a corner that we would feel confident enough in that he can help our defense out when that time comes. That you got to be you and this receiver on an island because we want to do the this with the rest of the defense. Right, right. And man, when you have that guy, which we've kind of already talked about, just thinking of Kansas City. And sometimes you got to live through the growing growing pains, and right. you just got to let them go out there and fight for themselves and see if it works out or whatever. But they, you know, we always talk about quarterbacks in the NFL draft. But the next best biggest thing to me, do we have somebody to hit the quarterback? And <laughs> yeah. okay, so yeah. I, I do think they need another guy that can go. You know, uh, edge rusher. Uh, it's a big year for a lot of big players. I mean, I'm trying to get into the draft doing things. But corners, it looks like to be quite a group of good corners out there. How can there not be good corners now in the draft, Matt? My God, seven on sevens, this, every (laughs) – we're watching quarterbacks and hell on a – you know, Jaden Daniels, if he throws 40 passes, you go, oh, they they scaled back today. Uh, (laughs) So these corners are getting lots of work in college, and we're seeing more and more that really fit what you want to see in these guys. Uh you know, long, long arm speed can, you know, change a direction is great, all that stuff. So the yeah. Rams are going to have a chance at that and an edge rusher, either one they pick. 
So yeah, and, and you- a few of the the top quarters that will be available for this year's draft that you know in a lot of mock drafts, these are kind of like the consensus, the top guys that'll be up there on that list that maybe the Rams will have an opportunity to pick there at nineteen. Cooper DeGene, the quarterback uh, corner, excuse me, from Iowa, uh, right. very highly touted, coming off an injury a year ago, but a lot of people love his skill set and also the special teams kick returner, punt returner aspect of him too. Yeah, uh, Quinion Mitchell. Uh, cornerback from Toledo is another one that's high on everybody's list. Then you have Kool-Aid McKinstry, uh, the, the guy that has been absolutely been just one of Saban's main guys there, I feel like, for for this entire season and, and just a highly talented uh, guy that did a lot of stuff of what you're saying, really did a great job of holding down the fort on on his own, right? right. Terrion Arnold, another Alabama corner. So these are two guys that have been schooled well by Nick Saban that know how to play multiple looks, but also know how to play in an island too. He's up there on, on top of the list. And then we got uh, Rackstraw Jr., the corner from Missouri, uh, as the bottom of the tier of the top corners that are, you know, well, that's in a, a lot. lot of these mock drafts. So yeah. a lot of great corners available in this draft for sure. Um, edge rusher to me, I think, would be big for the Rams, though. I know corner's important. I would only go with corner if you absolutely had – your guy that you wanted, especially in the first round, right? Yeah. Um, other than that, though, I think there's a lot of good edge rushers. And let's go back to this again, right? Dallas Turner from Alabama, a guy that did a lot of different things it's on the edge and in the in the uh, in the linebacker position too. Was very versatile. Jared Verse is another guy whose name that I feel like kind of pops up a lot. And then even staying on the West Coast for the Rams, would be curious about Latu. The defensive end who played for UCLA. Right there. Curious to see what happens with him at the combine coming up because he is a player that did stop playing because he unfortunately uh, broke his neck crazy enough. Right. Took some time off, came back. Came back. But, man, this last year he was absolutely phenomenal and and a force. Yeah, Um, you know, just to interrupt you, just UCLA – uh, right. A couple, a couple things. Man, they had guys that could really rush the passer. They did, and yeah, and it, but even Chip Kelly. I don't want to get into that, but yeah, all of a sudden Chip Kelly is running <laughs> a pro offense, and I'm like, damn, this this is really looks good. Yeah. Uh, so that was interesting, but yeah, just to UCLA trained those guys well. The 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 rushers. They had two brothers. I forgot their names that were inside creating havoc too, pass right. rushing, but. You know, I'll, I'll get into all that as we go along here in the next few weeks. Yeah, but you're right. There's gonna be there's gonna be a day one starter there, either an edge rusher or a corner for the Rams, which is gonna be great. Now, are you at all concerned with the Rams, right, and their offensive line situation? They drafted yes. Avila a year ago. So if if you were there at 19 or 52, would you also put a high premium for you know maybe the best tackle available right there on the big board? Well. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 looking at their free agents, uh, Shelton and Dodson. You know what happens there? Do they get them re-signed or something right. like that? You know, th- I thought the Rams O line. You know, you can always yeah. I, I would say this. Yeah, if one of those tackles slid that far, maybe they would take them. Yeah. Um, again, I hate to say this to the Ram fans as you listen to this. It's just too early. You know, I just got dumped the Super Bowl and I'm still uh, <laughs> flying here a little. I'm. Trying no, to get that's the, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get the quarterbacks done, which we're we're doing a good job there. 
but we're going to start getting in these other positions. I'll have a better answer, but no, that's all right. That's and there, there's a lot. And listen, mm-hmm. I feel like this is exactly what happens too in these rooms, right? With these football teams as you start with, Hey, we want a corner. And then you start evaluating some of the other positions. You're like, man, we can't pass up some of these tackles that are coming no doubt. up, yeah. you know? So it, it's, it's very common in those war rooms as far as the debate. Well, now, for yeah. Uh, let me say picture, this. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I want to say like, I was watching Mel Kuyper today and he had Brock Bowers going to the, uh, New York Jets. Now the Jets, right. yeah, they could use a tight end that could really run or whatever, right. but they need a, he goes, well, even though these offensive tackles or whatever, but we got Brock Bowers as a much better player, right. even though it maybe doesn't fit the team. Yeah. So my, man, that would be really tough. I would think sitting in those rooms, making these decisions. Yeah, for sure. Right? Does it, sure. Do you agree with that? That it's, No, it, it absolutely is. It's going to be extremely difficult. So they I could mean, be in that position, the Rams. I mean, what happens if Malik Neighbors is still there, you know, at 19 for the Rams? I, I don't know. I mean, I'd be really excited to say if I got Malik Neighbors, Puka Nakua, uh, you know, to go along <laughs> with, well, uh, what, you know, I'm just like, how awesome would that be, you know, to, to add to that group? Well, I would say this. They probably feel pretty confident they can get one somewhere <laughs> down the line. Because yeah, no after, doubt. No after Puka Nakua, after that, uh, yeah. because it is. I know, a, but it's just like the Cooper Cup, Puka, you know, Malik yeah. Neighbors. I'd be like, hey, Matt Stafford, you're good for the next two years, my friend. So well, you're yeah. going to have a lot of people to throw to. <laughs> I would say this too. You know, um, I, I don't know the status of Carson Wentz. I, I think he's a free agent. Uh, I should have looked at it before we went he on is. today. Yes, he is a free agent. Man. Carson Wentz, come on. You're with the Rams. Sean McVay, you're backing up Matt Stafford. Nobody's going to go get you and give you a chance to be a starter. Right. And But he, to me, uh, he's a great protection of a football team that I think is going to have high expectations this year. Yeah. Okay? So having him there would give you, make you feel a little more secure, I would think. I, I did sure. watch his... I watched him play that last game of the year against San Francisco and all that. I thought he looked pretty good, and uh, that'll be interesting to see. But they definitely need a veteran quarterback. Don't go yeah. – it's not going to be Stetson Bennett if he comes back or whatever. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to just to see what they do there. And if I'm Carson Wentz, if I was advising him, I'd go, come on, you're crazy. Stay there. And, you know, Matt Stafford's – what's the word for him? You I know, mean, he he does yeah. play a little tough to, is an understatement. I mean, he takes a lot really of big tough. hits. Yeah. yeah. So he plays really tough. And you know what? I think Matt Stafford is still capable of being oh. able to put together an MVP caliber season. I do that's too. how that's how highly I believe in him as a football player. I'd even say to Rams Nation, just don't even worry, don't even draft the quarterback for the future. Cause I still think you can no. win another Super Bowl with Matt Stafford and, and then be creative in, in future drafts. Cause every year the draft, these are the best quarterbacks ever. They're the best ever. Every year it's the same story, you know? So you, I, you I got I, a I great one now. Yeah. You got a good backup, you know, yeah. keeping Wentz if you can hold him there. And I, I don't think there'll be too many suitors out there for him. Yeah. But keep that crew together, build around Matt Stafford. 
you know, and, and see if you can push for another Super Bowl this year because I think the Rams are actually closer with their roster right now yeah. and have less holes to fill than I would say even the Niners for next year coming up. Uh, yeah. For Rams fans, we appreciate you, a, 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 including the Sims Complete family, into your show. We know that, uh, you know, we're not the usual cast of characters that you get, but that's what you got stuck with today. So we hope you liked what you saw from us. Please give us a listen and a follow mm-hmm. at Sims Complete as well, uh, a part of the Believe Network family uh and that is all for us for super Bowl mvp phil sims i am your other co-host matt sims and this mm. is believe in rams we'll see you next time thank you guys beautiful thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube